everyone. Welcome back inside Centura Health Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, the team hits the road to head to Chicago tomorrow. So we'll hear from head coach Sean Payne and take a look at this week's final injury report. All that and more coming up. The Broncos are back on the road tomorrow as they're set to face the Chicago Bears this Sunday. We heard from head coach Sean Payton today for the final time ahead of Sunday's matchup, and he discussed how the team will look to respond. Man, I thought we had one of our better weeks. I thought the energy was good. Look, you pick yourself up. This is a, a grit league. There's, you know, the toughness required, and, um, and so I, I, thought, I thought well. And he went on to talk about the work the team put in this week. I think you got to use your gut relative to what they need in, in, in – you know, that began Monday with the team meeting and then at practice, I, I felt real good about the energy this week. But I can remember we were 4-1 and one playing Detroit and they, they had kind of had one of those streaks from the year before and, and I don't know how many games, but we were a heavy favorite. And he had us all convinced by Friday we were playing the 85 Bears. <laughs> I mean... It, like you, you couldn't get to the game fast enough. So uh, I think you trust your instincts um, relative to your team and, and where you're at. Head coach Sean Payton also talked about the leaders on this team and how he saw them step up. We had great culture for years and then 14, 15, you know, it got sideways. And then um, so it's it's a little bit like a garden. You got to be tending to it. And, and but it really starts with, you know, bringing in the right guys and, and then uh, and then, you know, the, the really good teams end up leading themselves. And uh, we're, we're in that transition of, you know, finding it. So now it's time to take a look at this week's final injury report. Outside linebacker Frank Clark, inside linebacker Josie Jewell, and defensive tackle Mike Purcell all did not participate at practice today and are ruled out for Sunday's game. Meanwhile, safety Justin Simmons also did not participate at practice today, but is listed as questionable. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio for a game preview is Broncos lead writer Eric Dalala. Eric, thanks for joining me on this Friday. You got it. So we both got the blue memo. We do. We're matching. I, like I it. love it. Well, Eric, we heard head coach Sean Payton say earlier in the show that, you know, this was one of the better weeks of practice for this team. He said the energy was really good this week. You know, great way to finish off the week as the team heads to Chicago tomorrow. Yeah, I think uh, his point about toughness and grit and how you respond is uh, is well taken. And mm -hmm. that's what this team is going to have to do. You're 0-3. You're not where you want to be. How do you respond? How do you bounce back? Um, how do you parlay some of this positive energy from the week into getting a win against a Bears team that's also desperate for a win. Yeah. Well, Eric, we just finished looking at the injury report. So, you know, let's start there. Starting with uh, safety Justin Simmons, you know, we saw him as a limited participant throughout the full week, except today he did not participate in practice. You know, given the fact that there's been so many injuries at the safety position, what does this mean heading into Sunday's game as he's listed as questionable? Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see what happens, right? Still listed as questionable, so there's a chance. You don't ever like to see a guy be limited and then go backwards in, right. in terms of participation, um, but still still questionable in the injury report. Obviously, this team is better with Justin Simmons out there, and we heard Vance Joseph on Thursday say that he would kind of help some communication uh, be ironed out at all three levels. Uh, so you hope to have him out there. If not, you've still got Kareem Jackson, obviously, and then, um, you know, maybe Delarian Turner-Yell takes a step forward from last week. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, Sang Bassi remains an option, I would imagine, back there. The team right. did not... Uh, make J.L. Skinner active, did not um, elevate Devon Key from the practice squad. Mm -hmm. So 
maybe they consider one of those moves as well if Justin Simmons cannot go. But right. I'd imagine if Justin Simmons can't play, you'd probably go with a similar plan to last week, just hope that the execution is a little bit better. Well, we saw that inside linebacker Josie Jewell and defensive tackle Mike Purcell, they are out for Sunday's game. So what's kind of the plan there for those positions? Yeah, I mean, Mike Purcell, obviously a guy that, that's rotating in, giving you some snaps there on the defensive line. Um, probably just have to count on a younger guy, maybe in an Elijah Garcia, mm-hmm. uh, maybe have to to just load the box a little bit more. We'll have to see what the what the Broncos defensive plan is there. Obviously, you right. got to stop the run first when it comes yeah. to the Bears. Um, and that's going to fall on the linebackers as well. I mean, Drew Sanders, it sounds like is going to be the guy that goes in place of Josie Jewell. Um, Sean Payton kind of said he'd earned that right, that they've mm-hmm. seen it from him in the preseason time for him to take a step forward and get a bigger opportunity. But it's going to take that front seven playing well, being uh, true to their gaps and then, you know, playing with gap integrity in order to make sure that Justin Fields doesn't take off. Because yeah. as we heard Sean Payton say Friday, he can turn a third and eight into a 22, 25 yard gain. And, and all of a sudden they're in scoring range or they've got a first down or something like that. So mm-hmm. we'll fall on a couple of uh, reserve players to help make sure that happens on Sunday. For sure. Well, sticking with the defense here, Eric, you know, in what ways do you really just hope to see this unit take a step forward this weekend? Yeah, I mean, obviously you want to see Miami aside, right, because mm-hmm. there was a lot that, that went wrong there. I, right. I think when you look at the first two games, it's about playing sound defense and making big plays. And whether that's, you know, we saw that early in the Commanders game, a timely sack. Um, we saw it against the Raiders in terms of an end zone interception, yeah. you know, Obviously, it would be great if this team came out and just shut down Chicago, and, and that could certainly happen. But uh, I think the logical step is just be, you know, set the edge, mm-hmm. um, better tacklers, be solid in your fundamentals, and then just make big plays here or there. And you don't have to be perfect, but just can you get a, you know, a strip sack? Can you get an interception? Can you make a big tackle for loss on third down or bat a pass down or, you know, get a, just a normal sack, you know, can, can you do those sorts of things that can help change the game or give the offense a short field or an opportunity? Uh, Again, you don't have to go out there and shut them out, but can you make kind of the, the play in the moment when you need to make it? That's what this team, the first two weeks was kind of missing, right? It's just both offense offensively and defensively. Can you make that one game altering play when it matters. And so that's what I'll be looking for against Chicago. I mean, Justin Fields is he, uh, you know, he can still move around. He's a good quarterback. He, Mm -hmm. uh, and if, like I said before, if you're not true to your gaps or or don't set the edge or um, aren't tight enough in your rush, he'll take off and make you look silly and just be down the field in a flash. We saw what he did last year, obviously so many times where he'd break free of the pocket and run for a long touchdown, um, you don't want to be the the guys that let him do that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, defensively, just just try to uh, t- to play solid fundamental football and then make the big plays when they're available. Right. We're switching to the offense here. You know, Russell Wilson, he's put up some good numbers throughout yeah. the first three weeks. And I know we heard head coach Sean Payton talk this week just about, you know, his decision making, you know, the fact that he's moving well, he's operating quickly, throwing the ball well. What are your expectations for him this week as he continues to build off these performances? Yeah, I mean, Russ is, uh, he's obviously not been the problem at all. He's right. played, I think, good football. Yeah. Um, the decision making has been good. Obviously, a couple plays you'd like to have back mm-hmm. here or there. Um, but for the most part, he's given guys chances to make plays. I thought, in that Miami game, he made a great play to escape to his right and throw it to Cortland Sutton yeah. for a touchdown. On another play, he again found Sutton, and then Sutton wasn't able to hold on, but it was another great play mm-hmm. by Russell. We've seen the touch with the deep ball. Yeah. Um, you know, it can still probably get to the line of scrimmage a little bit faster and eliminate some of those mistakes. You know, that, that 
would have wiped out at least one penalty there against Miami. Mm -hmm. Um, But listen, he's playing well. I expect him to continue to play well. He's clearly comfortable in Sean Payton's system. Sean Payton's putting him in position to to do things well. Can you find more success in the second half? That's Mm -hmm. uh, important, obviously. And really just at at three games at this point, I think it's still too soon to start a narrative that, oh, this is a first-half team instead of a second-half team. I view it more as this team can be explosive in – in uh, in bursts there, mm-hmm. um, but but certainly being able to play more consistently and and this might be a chance for Russell Wilson to really open things up, throw the ball down the field, yeah. um, complete a lot of passes. The Bears, I think they ruled out three defensive backs this wow. week, so um, including safety Eddie Jackson, who we know, um, you know, former All Pro, really good football player. Yeah. So uh, this could be a chance here for Russell Wilson to have a lot of success and uh, maybe Marvin Mims, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. You could see those guys having a big game. I think. Well, I know head coach Sean Payton also talked about how he hopes to see this run game get going, specifically in the second half. You mentioned that, Eric. How do you hope to see, I guess, just Javante and Samaje get the ball more? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, some of it is is game dependent, right? right. If, you, um, if you're down, it's probably going to make you go away from the run game, which mm-hmm. is what happened this past week. Um, there were very few possessions in the Raiders game, so obviously that, uh, you know, played a, played a role, played a, made an impact on that game. For sure. And then certainly if you're behind the chains, it makes it more difficult to run the football. Yeah. I think, though, this team is still committed to that as an mm-hmm. identity. We heard Sean Payton say, we want to look like we did in that Raiders game. We were running the football, wearing teams down. Mm-hmm. The Broncos didn't convert in the red zone against the Raiders, but there was that one drive toward the end where um, Samaj P. Ryan started to build on some carries, You know, ends up, I think, a 12-yarder all the way down inside the 10-yard line. Right. That's what I think this team can do to, to teams, and especially in the fourth quarter. And so, you know, is this the week it happens? I don't know. You, you might, like I said, you might look at the opponent and say, hey, we can really throw the ball around this weekend. Yeah. But but certainly I think big picture moving forward, this is a team that still wants to rely on the run game. It's going to set up play action. It can set up the screen, set up those deep shots down the field. I mean, everything starts with the run game and, and makes teams, if you run the football well, you can't play that shell coverage that we saw mm-hmm. in week one. And yeah. so... Um, that's what's going to help this team. And Javante has just looked stronger and stronger each week. Um, he and Samaje, I think, are playing off each other really well. And uh, I would expect that to continue. And certainly, you, you hope late in this game you have a lead and you can rely on those guys to kind of wind the clock down and uh, secure your first one of the year. Going off that, Eric, the last question here for you. You know, there's been so much talk this week about just how crucial a win would be for this team on Sunday. And, you know, given the fact that this team has started the season 0-3, what do you really think a win would mean for this team? Yeah, it's one. And, yeah. um, you know, I know it doesn't sound like much, but we've heard Mike McGlinchey, we've heard Sean Payton, yeah. Russell Wilson. All it takes is one. Mm-hmm. That's a, that starts a streak. And, um, you know, maybe you find something you can build off. Maybe you find something that uh, becomes your identity, mm-hmm. um, that gives you some some momentum, some hope, some faith moving forward, some right. belief. All those things, I think, can come from, from one victory. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of goals out there that this team has and, Hopefully the Broncos get back to a point where they're in playoff contention. They can talk about those sorts of things. Um, You know, Sean Payton's, I think, 2007 team in New Orleans started 0-4, made its way back to 4-4 and and kind of got themselves back in that conversation. But before you can – let's not start 0-4. We don't want to do that. No. But (laughs) but, um, before you can get to that point, you've got to take that first step. And I I think that's part of learning to win and learning to be, um, you know, a good football team is is not – look overlooking any opponent Sean uh, talked on Friday about I think uh, you know at one point in his career 
they're preparing to play a Lions team that lost a lot of football games. He mm-hmm. said Bill Parcells had them thinking that they were poised to play the 85 Bears. And so you, <laughs> you've got to have that mindset all the time. But, but yeah, there's no doubt a, a win gets a bad taste out of your mouth. It puts you on the right track mm-hmm. toward a, a more successful season. And you never know what it could kickstart. But, again, you've sure. got to start with one. Well, hopefully we'll see that this Sunday. Eric, appreciate you joining the show today. You got it, Sid. And Broncos fans, don't forget, Paramount Plus is your streaming home for every local NFL and CBS game this season. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream Russell Wilson and the team as they battle the league's best. Plus, get an all-access pass to 24-7 NFL content with CBS Sports HQ, Fantasy Football Today, NFL Slime Time, and more. And this year, Paramount Plus is your streaming destination for Super Bowl 58. Another action-packed Broncos season with NFL and CBS awaits. So stream Paramount Plus from any device all season long. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube Monday following the game. I'll see you all then.